The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the moon, in the, or, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and its waves. People will die of fright, in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy or from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, that each, that that day, catch you by surprise like a trapped trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospels, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today is the start of Advent, uh, which is different than the Christmas season, which we all hopefully know. Um, However, it's really difficult to celebrate the Advent season, I would say, in our modern day, where everyone is already celebrating Christmas, right? Uh, We have Christmas songs. Everything is ordered towards Christmas currently right now. Uh, We're having Christmas parties, right, for family and friends before Christmas. Uh, We're giving gifts. We're... We're doing all these different things. Um, But I would encourage you uh, to take this time of Advent to make it different than Christmas. One of the things that my family did was that we weren't allowed to eat Christmas cookies until Christmas Day. Now, I eat Christmas cookies at other people's houses, but I wasn't allowed in my house, right, to eat our Christmas cookies. And it was part of the Advent celebration to make the cookies, but to wait. To make them, but wait. Unless they were burnt, then you could eat them, which sometimes you accidentally burn some, you know, uh, maybe on purpose. But the value of it makes it so that when Christmas comes, you're not already tired of Christmas. We should be, during this Advent season, preparing ourselves for Christmas, not be exhausted by Christmas, okay? And one of the other things that I'll uh, I'll kind of just, I guess, give us pause and a challenge is that there are many things over this next month that you'll be asked to do extra for the Christmas season, right? We have to think about all these Gifts, all these extra Christmas parties and decorations and, and all these plans and everything else. And we, we spend a lot of time to prepare ourselves for Christmas. But the question is, is how much time do we spend spiritually providing uh, preparing ourselves for Christmas? Right? We spend a lot of time preparing the physical things Uh, the different necessities, the different plans that we have for Christmas. But what about the spiritual preparation for Christmas? 
which of course, I'm going to argue, is the most important thing that we do. Because without that spiritual preparation, without, without that spiritual understanding of what Christmas is, Christmas really loses its point in meaning. It's a nice celebration. It's a holiday. Yes, we get to celebrate with, with joy. But, but what is the point of the joy and celebration? Well, ultimately, the coming of Christ. And the important and the reality is, is that within human nature, we realize that sometimes waiting and anticipation is an important part for us to be able to actually participate in the actual thing. Okay, And so Advent, uh, which is a season that actually wasn't always present in the church, but I'll uh, say that there's records of it in the fifth century already. There's writings about this Advent season. Okay, so not right away. However, very early in the church. And in the 6th century, it was pretty well widespread within the church. Now, at the time, in the 6th century, it was kind of a a, a Lent-type experience, where it was actually longer. It actually started after November 11th. And the writings say that uh, everyone that during the Advent season, everyone fasted for meals three times out of the week. Okay? So, We don't have that as serious anymore, but I would say even our Lenten practice is a little bit relaxed in comparison to some of the the Lenten practices of the past. But Advent was meant to be, and later on it was talked about as kind of a small Lent experience, where it's a little bit shorter and it's not as intense as Lent. However, there is supposed to be a penitential character, which is why the same color that's used for Lent which is purple, is also used for Advent. We have the banners up there. We have the liturgical colors. We see uh, purple within the, within the Advent calendar. And that purple reminds us of a penitential character, a type of anticipation, preparing. And how do we spiritually prepare for this? Well, when we prepare, we're preparing for three different things. Uh, it's um, Advent means coming or arrival and who's coming or arriving, right? Jesus Christ. However, he comes and arrives in different ways. The first reading talks about his arrival and his coming in a promise of Israel. Well, how is that fulfilled? Well, we know the story. Jesus Christ coming as a child, which of course we have the nativity set and other things to remember that. And we often focus on that for Christmas. However, there's other forms of Jesus' coming and arrival. The second reading speaks about the love, how we're supposed to conduct ourselves and live in love and live the way that Christ instructed us to be. Well, that's actually another way that Christ comes within our life, is the coming of Jesus within the the heart of the believer. And when we act in love, when we act out his instructions, when we live as Christ, as little Christians, right, as little Christ, well, then we actually bring Christ in our heart and also into the world. And so that's one of the ways that he comes as well. The third way is the second coming, which Jesus speaks about in in the gospel today which he talks about the Son of Man coming in the cl- with power and great glory in the second coming. 
And we hope that we will be ready for the second coming. And he says, don't be afraid of it. If you've lived your life well, you shouldn't be afraid of the second coming. But instead, raise your head. And that is, I think, one of the things that we want to be able to, if we live Advent well, if we live our Christian life well, we want to be ready for the second coming. And that's actually one of the reasons why traditionally during the Advent season, there was always a preaching over the four Sundays of the four last things. The four last things that everybody knows, right? Can you you guys know what it is? Death. So everyone dies, right? Death and taxes, right? Two things that are going to, you know, always there, right? So the four last things that we know that we're going to die. We know that there will be a judgment. And we know that we'll either go to heaven or hell, ultimately. And those are the four last things. Now, those four last things might come in our life at the second coming of Jesus Christ. However, we've talked about at other times, we do not know when the second coming is is coming, is going to be. And so we need to be ready. However, we know that death will come for us all, whether it's at the second coming or whether it's in the next minute or the next week or the next month. We know that death comes. And so Advent is also a time for us to prepare for death and judgment and ultimately that seeking of heaven and avoidance of sin and hell. Now, what are some of the ways that we do that? Well, we spiritually prepare. I encourage you to take maybe some Lenten practices during this Advent season. Maybe like a family, you dedicate to more prayer. You set up an Advent candle and you take some time before meals. Maybe as a family, kind of like in in Lent, a lot of families go to confession. Advent is another great time of the year in a penitential character to examine our conscience and to go to confession. It's also a good time to maybe pick up other practices. Again, maybe praying the rosary together, uh, to praying a rosary individually, maybe reading scripture, maybe coming, uh, making a commitment as a family to come to daily mass, maybe once or twice a week. To, you spend, we spend a huge amount of time preparing for Christmas. We encourage us to not just prepare for this one Christmas, but prepare for eternal life. Interesting enough, Jesus gives us to, something to beware. He cal- tells us to beware that your hearts do not become drowsy. That our hearts do not become drowsy, right? We kind of talk about this kind of apathy, Right? A kind of apathy of kind of a, a, a difficulty of maybe some of the spiritual practices or getting ready. We become drowsy. We become tired of the spiritual things, right? And what are some causes of that? Well, he says us, tells us from carousing and drunkenness. And we kind of understand that. When we're entrenched with sin, we can often uh, become drowsy and sometimes apathetic to the spiritual life. Partly because we've sometimes created roadblocks in our life between ourselves and Jesus. And so a really good opportunity is confession, right? If that's the problem, carousing um, and drunkenness, well, perhaps we should go to confession, right? To be able to take those blocks away. However, I find this interesting. One of the last things that he says is, and also in the same line as carousing and drunkenness that makes our hearts drowsy, he also tells us, Anxiety, sorry, I had it. Uh, anxiety of daily life. Anxiety of daily life. Now, I'm grateful that I don't struggle a lot with carousing and drunkenness at this point in my life, right? 
However, the anxiety of daily life, I think, is something that is very modern, is a, is a great difficulty for many of us. The anxiety of daily life, especially approaching the holiday season, right? Where we just had Thanksgiving and we've got to have all these different things and the anxiety of getting everything ready in the plannings, right? The anxiety of daily life can actually make our hearts drowsy. And so I just continue to encourage us to not allow the anxieties of this world, the anxieties of Christmas, but instead remind ourselves of this Advent season, this preparation, and especially the spiritual preparation that we have. We have a plethora of tools for us as Christians, as Catholics here in this church, to be able to prepare ourselves for Christmas, to prepare ourselves for our eventual death and judgment. Certainly, we do not want to be found uh, drowsy or caught by surprise on that day of our death. But instead, we actually have to prepare today, be ready for our death at any moment, because Jesus Christ did come, is coming, and will come again.